Welcome to the Soul Archaeology Podcast, a space for connection, resonance, witnessing, and learning. Together we'll harvest medicine from the spiral of life, sharing conversations with other embodied humans who have navigated their own initiations and found alignment with their true soul essence. With weekly astrology, energy updates, embodied conversation, and channeled teachings, this is a space for you to land and find resonance with the spiral of your own soul. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Soul Archaeology Podcast. It's just me today. I hope you enjoyed the last episode with Becca Canapel uh, from Pound Jewelry. She's such a light, such a fairy, such a magic worker. And it was so fun getting to sit down with her. She's a friend of mine, but getting to sit down with your friends that you know and you've had you know many conversations with in a more formal format is just super fun because you really can get into the layers of their journey a little bit deeper and uh, share their magic with the, with all of you. So thank you for being here. I'm sure all of you are in tune uh, intuitively with the current energy climate, but I just wanted to do a nice energy update because um, it's Monday, we have a big week, we have a full moon, and there are a lot of things um, I kind of want to cover and, and give you a synopsis or a theme for this current climate. As you may know, we've been in heavy, heavy retrograde energy, and this really happens yearly. We have a retrograde period when many of the planets are all retrograde together, and this is a natural part of the cycle, a natural part of the human experience is, is the underworld, you know, and I talked a lot about that in my Venus retrograde episode, so I won't go into the details of the underworld journey in the same way, but I'd love to talk a little bit about um why planets retrograde and the importance of that process within our own human experience. It of course kicks up a lot of frustration. It can feel like we're walking through mud, like we are, we're navigating um, places we've already been. And that can be super frustrating when we're focused on always moving forward, always evolving, always, you know, looking towards what's next. But what's interesting is that we go through these these contractions or these descents in order to harvest and collect the parts and pieces of us that that need us um, that we need in order to move into the next layer more embodied so these retrograde periods are super important and what they do is they reveal the parts of us or the pieces that haven't been fully integrated that we need another look at that we uh, need to pour more of our awareness our attention our love into and so retrogrades of course are are super important it's sort of like the pulling back of the bow Um, we pull back in order to to gain momentum in order to really soar into the next chapter feeling more in touch with ourselves and as we know you know this journey is a spiral and i've talked a lot about that and that's really what this podcast is about is to give you permission to to really surrender to that spiral to trust your journey and if we were always just moving forward all the time and just you know focusing on what's next focusing on the future we wouldn't have um as rich of an experience we wouldn't feel as connected to ourselves 
And we really need that in order to be, in order to align with our higher self, in order to feel like we are taking all of our parts with us into the next chapter, crossing this threshold more embodied. And so when we have retrogrades, it really becomes a period of reflection, of revisiting, of um, navigating, you know, this underworld or the descent in order to collect the information and data um, in order to collect our parts that maybe aren't as, aren't as integrated as, as we thought they were. You know, we've visited a lot of these themes before. Um, we have big cycles and little cycles sort of completing um, at the end of this year. And so you might be feeling this, this feeling of pulling back or um, trudging through mud or <laughs> revisiting things you thought you'd learned or integrated uh, in many different areas of your life because we have so many different planets retrograde in different signs. And so no stone is being left unturned as we move into this, this new year. 2024 is a big one and I'll do, I'll do a whole episode about it, you know, as we near it. Um, but it's, we have a, you know, Pluto moving into Aquarius for 20 years. It has like a little bit of a, um, uh, a regression back into Capricorn, but it's not as long and it's definitely not, um, felt in the same way, but we have this huge 15 year cycle completing. And then we have many little cycles completing, you know, with, with more of the inner planets, um, navigating the retrograde period. So there's this, there are these layers of descents that are sort of happening all at once. And it can, it can feel activating and triggering. I totally get it. I've been having a lot of old things surface that I I've been noticing like my anger and my frustration around seeing them again and experiencing those feelings or those emotions or those patterns again. And it's been such an invitation to soften, to pour compassion and love into those spaces, uh, to notice, um, my shadow Virgo, especially within the last week. Um, and where I seek perfection and when I fall short of that, which is always because who is perfect, <laughs> I, I, it really creates a lot of discomfort. And when I fall short of my own expectations where um, I, I grip, you know, I grip even more. And so a big theme for now is surrender and surrendering to uh, the flow of life, to the beautiful current that leads us always where we need to go um, and our human nature to resist it, to try to, to course correct or to control where we are headed and to grip to the bank and to the, you know, to the land, to the trees that seem much more safe, um, much more safe than just traveling down this river of the unknown, you know? So just notice lately where you're gripping, where you're trying to control. We are in Virgo season. We have Mercury retrograde in Virgo. We have a full moon in Pisces on August 30th, which is our second full moon of August. And so much of what I'm seeing as a theme is control. Our relationship with control, why we control, which is almost always to find safety, um, many of our experiences in our, in our life have led to patterns of seeking control in order to find, in order to feel safe, which is totally understandable. But, 
um, as evolved humans, it's our role to uh, trust the process, to evolve our consciousness so that we can really zoom out and see the higher perspective, to see the big picture at play and to not get lost in the tiny details, which is, is the shadow of Virgo is, is getting lost in constantly editing and auditing um, the information, what's unfolding in our lives in order to make it uh, more comfortable, you know, in order to, to distill things down to the truth, which is so important, but we can also become obsessed with that as well. And in turn, obsessed with control. So when we look at this retrograde period, it's definitely aspecting almost all areas of our life. So if you're feeling this sort of pulling back, this push and pull of, you know, the North Node in Aries forcing us, pushing us, lighting a fire under our behinds. (laughs) I don't want to make this episode explicit. So um, lighting a fire under us to, um, to really move towards our our dharma to move towards our our higher our higher self um, to find alignment with our purpose, and so that fire you're feeling can sometimes cause anxiety or impatience to enter into the next chapter to really catapult and move and mobilize, um, because so much of the energy now is really pulling back, it's contracting, and it's asking for us to go deeper. So our job now is to really trust our, t- our own timeline, to trust the current of life, to trust we're being led where we need to be in order to move into this next chapter, this new space, more aligned, more embodied. And to know that your timeline is much different than the people around you, you know, that you have an evolutionary trajectory that is different than other people's, that you have a soul blueprint that's different than other people's, and that this current might bring you somewhere else, a place that you didn't expect, and that it moves at its own pace that's perfectly aligned for you. And now that we know that retrogrades are truly meant to provide an opportunity to collect more data, more information to reintegrate parts that perhaps didn't get integrated the first time around or the third or the fourth. (laughs) And that this cycle, this part of the cycle is an essential phase um, that we need to slow things down, to see more clearly, to deepen our trust and to anchor more into our, our depths, to anchor more into Uh, our center point and the space that can truly discern and um, decide what is in alignment with our own, our own authenticity. And Uranus is the newest planet to join the retrograde pack. So Uranus goes retrograde on August 28th. Um, That would be seven planets uh, that are retrograde. So there's definitely a slowing down and a an inward process that we're being invited into. And all of this depends on where these planets land in your own natal chart. And that will show you, show you where the, the energy is essentially being housed in your life. But um, there's, you know, with Venus retrograde, it's, it's a focus on relationships and our connections with uh, Mercury being retrograde. It's, it's around communication, discernment, um, Saturn, it's it's all about really our daily tasks and what we're 
doing daily, our our choices and our decisions, and whether or not they're aligned with our highest timeline, with our dreams, with the things that we're calling in, if we need to perhaps you know, clean up any areas uh, of dissociation or any areas where we're not aware of our actions and bringing consciousness to those spaces. There's a heavy Piscean emphasis uh, this this week in particular because we have a full moon in Pisces on August 30th. And this is really uh, putting into focus the axis of Virgo and Pisces, which are two of the healing signs. And a full moon is when the sun reflects what is normally hidden. It's an illumination. Um, It's when our internal landscape uh, receives light. It's a revealing. So there's a lot of this this theme of revealing and integrating what's, what's being reflected back to us. And the purpose behind a full moon, of course, is to create a space to see what's hidden, to reveal our shadow, to reveal the parts of us that normally um, go unnoticed or that we unconsciously, um, you know, the ways in which we unconsciously move through life, our patterns, our unconscious patterns and habits, our subconscious patterns and habits that uh, really, you know, create the, the fabric or the framework for our life. And to bring loving awareness to these spaces so that we can shift and pivot in the ways we want to, so we can grow and evolve in the ways we need to within this life. We just had Mars moving into Libra as well. So really the focus of this week is to find balance, to find the middle space, to find peace, harmony in the unknown, in not knowing, to find the perfect balance point between Virgo and Pisces. And to release the shadow aspects of these signs and to find that beautiful middle space where they meet, where they have similarities. It's, it's where there's intimacy and oneness within these two signs. And to add even more of a, an interesting layer to this, this full moon is conjunct Saturn in Pisces. And so, and Saturn is retrograde currently. So this is definitely focused on um, aligned action and surrender and where we can perhaps strike that perfect balance between um, making aligned decisions, auditing our lives, focusing on the details, um, you know, finding and, and fine tuning uh, the the choices that we're making, our actions, our habits, our behaviors to find more alignment with our higher timeline, with where we're headed, with our dreams, but also leaving space for magic, not needing to control every single detail to become obsessed with the minutia, but also to, to inject a healthy level of um, a, he- a healthy amount of magic of the unknown of what's possible when we actually let go leaving room for magic but also honoring your boundaries so the shadow of pisces is that it can sometimes lack boundaries and lack form because its goal is dissolution its goal is it's the 12th sign of the zodiac so its goal is essentially the merging of our oneness um And so it has a tendency when it's in its shadow aspect to really um, float, you know, to just trust so much that you're not um, using your free will to initiate within your life, to create healthy structures and routines and really take the reins of your life. The shadow of Pisces is dissociation. It's leaving your body, um, 
and not wanting to process in the present, not wanting to face the overwhelm that exists within you and around you. And so it's important to notice any patterns of dissociation, any patterns of sort of avoidance or procrastination, any areas that you're afraid to look in, any corners that are calling to you that you're, that you're pulling out of. And to really audit and clean up your routines, taking a look at your daily activities, your choices, your rituals, your practices, and take inventory. Are they in alignment with where you're headed, with your dreams, with the frequency you're calling in? Or are they part of the old, part of the past? And this is this like this this is the dynamic of this time. It's it's this sort of push and pull backwards and forwards, integrating the past looking towards the future, um, knowing and holding the vision of our future timeline while also allowing there to be space for magic to be invoked within that too. The shadow of Virgo is, is seeking control. It's constantly needing to edit and audit to distill down to find purity and truth. And of course, that's such an essential um, part of the Zodiac. It's such such an essential part of the human experience is to, you know, to discern and to bring things through your own truth channel and to sort of pull apart and understand uh, this lived experience and what's occurring. And, um, but we can become obsessed with it. We can become obsessed with controlling the process to feel safe and secure. We have expectations for how things should be and it can become quite rigid and so noticing where you're being rigid where you're perhaps holding yourself and others to expectations that aren't realistic during this time everyone's feeling quite a lot everyone is in their underworld journey so having the the higher consciousness of Pisces that can show us how we're all interconnected, how this this evolutionary process, this journey through life is connected to everyone around you, witnessing each interaction as a mirror and how we are essentially walking each other through this evolutionary journey on earth, letting go of our expectations, our rigidity, our gripping to outcomes. So we're really looking for this middle space throughout this Virgo season, this middle space between taking initiative and taking the reins of our life and making aligned decisions, taking inventory, and also having faith and surrender and trust. Letting go of control. That is the theme. Looking at what we can control, which is just beautiful, you know, habits um, rituals, self-care is really important right now. Looking at what you're eating, uh, your daily practices. If you have a spiritual, uh, process in the morning, the people you're surrounding yourself with, and maybe you need to take a break from certain people or certain connections, or maybe you need to spend more time inward by yourself, really sitting with the emotions that are just beneath the surface, waiting for your attention, looking for space. This time can feel like a storm because there's so much surfacing all at once and everything is kind of attached to its own evolutionary uh, focus and purpose. So it has its own agenda in a way. But if you look more deeply, 
if you kind of create the space for yourself within the activation, you can track that energy, that emotion even deeper to find where it's all interconnected, where the core wound is, where the spaces within us are manifesting our current experiences, our current emotions, our current feelings. Um, Because while there's so much revealing itself to us and asking for are witnessing in our medicine, oftentimes it can all be tracked down into one space of origination. So one core wound, one pattern within us that really wants to be shifted during this time. And it's just creating um, an upward motion through us and manifesting in our current reality as these many different habits and patterns that are no longer aligned. So just taking inventory, using that Virgo gift of discernment to take inventory of your life currently and where perhaps your actions, your routines are out of alignment with the frequency you're wanting to exist within. Allowing yourself to bring in that beauty of discernment and control to shift those, like essentially shifting the framework of your day uh, to be more in alignment with the healthier, more evolved version of you. And then giving the rest to God, (laughs) allowing there to be this sort of releasing of control after you create some healthy structures and routines, leaving that space, the rest of the space for magic, because that's really where things shift and evolve so quickly. When you bring your frequency into alignment with the frequency you're calling in. Because Virgo and Pisces are both healers. They just go about it in a different way. And Virgo's gift of distilling and discernment and discovery can really be used to initiate beautiful framework, that sort of um, structure we need in order to lift or raise ourselves into the next timeline. And then Pisces' beautiful gift of really zooming out and seeing the bigger picture of dreaming, of um, aligning with the higher consciousness is it's a it's a match made in heaven if you can strike that that beautiful balance point and our soul really craves that middle space it, cra- it craves a balance between action and reflection between control and surrender and that's where we find the peace that we seek so this week perhaps take inventory of your daily routines the structures that create the framework for your days um your boundaries, what does and doesn't work for you, perhaps the non-negotiables, like maybe every morning you have to have your warm lemon water or you have to do your meditation, whatever that is. And then allowing space throughout your day, um, maybe shifting your expectations or your boundaries to expand outwards to invite in all of the magic that Pisces has to deliver to you, Um, allowing yourself to dream a bit bigger. Like maybe the, the boundaries or the expectations you have are actually creating contraction. Maybe they're actually keeping you quite small. So it's just a good time to reflect. Perhaps the container you've created, the Virgo aspect of you that the container it's created is a bit too small for you in this next timeline and it really wants you to let go and to trust my personal south node is in virgo and my north node is in pisces so this is always 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 my work and it's it's a lot you know it's um with these two signs they are the healers so i know so much of my journey is about letting go 
of my desire to control, trusting the process, deepening into faith. But I also really can utilize uh, my tendencies to um, distill, to find um, maybe not perfection, but uh, clarity and purity within my life and and to allow that to be the framework that lifts me to the higher vibration of of my uh, dreams, my manifestations and what I'm wanting to call in, but not becoming obsessed with the process. Because that's where we can really get into trouble is when we become so rigid and obsessed with how things need to be in the process of reaching that, that we we have tunnel vision and we we lose sight of what's what magic is available at all times uh, around us. And so leave some space for magic this week. Um, allow yourself to create some foundational structures, routines uh, that will support you in this process, but really leave room for magic, leave room for, or space for, for, your, for yourself, your higher self to fill your, your field with all the potentials and possibilities. And as far as the retrograde process, surrender is the medicine for that as well like really surrendering to where you are what's currently unfolding for you knowing that there is a there's an agenda there's there's a higher purpose for what's unfolding within your life and though it might not look how you expected it to be currently there's medicine here and allowing yourself to deepen into your layers to harvest that medicine i'm so grateful for your support for being here um just truly means the world all the feedback i've received is it yeah it it's it means everything so thank you so much uh this is the last week for the giveaway so if you're wanting to be entered uh i'm going to announce the winner in the next episode so i'll be ending the giveaway on sunday and announcing the winner on monday so if you still would like to be entered for this incredible giveaway with all of the beautiful products the free session with me all of it is valued at over 600 dollars. so it's it's really exciting and i can't wait to see who wins so in order to be entered into the giveaway i just ask that you subscribe rate and review on both Spotify and Apple podcast and you share it on social media tagging me you can share an episode and just tag me to let me know that you shared it otherwise I might not see it so super grateful thank you so much for your support I can't wait to see who wins and I also wanted to announce that I have one or two spaces left for private mentorship this year we begin in September it's a three-month journey to your aligned self back to your center point. There's quantum healing, uh, astrology, somatic support, and intuitive healing. And all of it is focused on the integration of self. So the journey back to yourself. If you are interested, feel free to book a clarity call. If you can't find a time available, my calendar is booked out through, I think, mid-September. So if you can't find a space, feel free to just reach out to me. You can email me and I'll find a space to squeeze you in. I would love to connect. If you've been wanting to work with me privately within a container, this is a great time to do it as I will be taking a little time off during the holidays and next year, the format, the framework for the mentorship will shift shift a little bit. So uh, feel free to reach out to ask more questions, to get more information. And I'm wishing you all a beautiful week. This is a big, powerful one. Uh, Venus goes direct on, the, on September 3rd. 
Uh, we have Mercury retrograde until mid-September, and then each planet begins to shift direct slowly but surely. So we're kind of right in the thick of this this underworld journey, and we will be moving through this space for a few months. It's a really great time to harness this energy and to look within. And I almost forgot our oracle card for the Soul Archaeology community. For everyone listening to this call, this message is for you. It's so funny when I went to pull this card the bottom of the deck was divine feminine and I kind of got a hit that that was the card and then I (laughs) bypassed it because I was like we've already had that one um started to second guess it and then of course I shuffled it shuffled it shuffled it went through and it came out again as it always does (laughs) so we pulled the divine feminine card and it's about fulfillment As the breath of the untouched and the bearer of wilderness, she is the divine feminine, eternally in service to everlasting beauty. The sacred polarity between the divine feminine and divine masculine is responsible for the totality of existence and lives within each of us, regardless of how we identify ourselves within our own body. Her role is the unfolding discovery of the heart merged with the purity of her counterpart's ever-evolving wonderment. Divine feminine is ceremonial in bliss, a consecrated womb of no thing from which all things are born. She is the mystery, the void, the abyss, the ecstatic fulfillment of worlds, and the absolute essence of the universe. Divine feminine announces that something is ready to be fulfilled. Divine feminine is the voice that assures you will have everything you need to develop and birth your vision, dreams, and desires. There is no better time than now to declare your resounding yes to the creative endeavor that is calling your name. When it's balanced, it's openness to fulfilling divine inspiration and ideas. Imbalanced, it's stuck in false perceptions of inadequacy or lack. To bring into balance, begin the creation process, even if you feel frightened. And I love this so much because both Virgo and Pisces are feminine signs, but they go about the medicine of the divine feminine in different ways and they hold different frequencies of it. And so um, one of the shadows of, of Virgo is to seek perfection, you know, so it's it's leaning a bit more into that creative process, into the Piscean qualities of of surrendering and letting, you know, the flow of this, the creative journey of the divine inspiration ideas of the feminine river to carry you where you're meant to go and then to take aligned action that feels in resonance with that. And the quote I leave you with today is from Osho. Truth is not to be found outside. No teacher, no scripture can give it to you. It is inside you. And if you wish to attain it, seek your own company. So this is an invitation to go inward this week to harvest your own internal and innate wisdom within you. And I hope you have a beautiful week. I will see you in the next episode.